0: Welcome everyone, welcome to the threshing floor. We're back, baby, it's uh, another episode, which means we've been given another word. Super, super excited for today's reading. It has been a very long time. Uh, January is a very chaotic month. Uh, January and February were a lot for me this year, but all things come to an end. The storm also passes, and so, by God's grace. I've made it to yet another episode and I'm very very excited to share the word for this week so without wasting any more time let's jump straight into it. Today's scripture reading is from Nehemiah 4 verses 13 to 23 and it reads as follows. Opposition to the building. Therefore I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials and the rest of the people, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Then I said to the nobles, the officials and the rest of the people, the work is extensive and spread out and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, join us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work with half the men holding spears from the first light of dawn till the stars came out. At that time, I also said to the people, have every man and his helpers stay inside Jerusalem at night so that they can serve us gods by night and workmen by day. Neither I nor my brothers nor my men nor the guards with me took off our clothes. Each had his weapon even when we went down for water. I'm here, I'm here, this is the city of Bambagotes. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm Li Pile is we wanele tenisi ngathi but then at a singal pila e in Zetu Hamba Nati Jehova, Us negasulias of Negasyus with Mamchanti Sippinam Shanti Singosemisha Nemisha, O suti sense we lack using or Melis and Dozum Shaba what the so me lewen Ube cousin the soyako. name i'm very very excited about today's scripture reading but in the same breath i'm very frustrated because this whole week there was no grass cutting this whole week there was no grass cutting and on a sunday sunday the day we're supposed to all rest all of a sudden there's grass cutting so now i find myself in a bit of a pickle because i have to compete with the lawnmowers for sound but you know what i'm gonna do it anyway i'm gonna do it anyway because that's how i am i'm just gonna soldier on through this episode, because there's no way. <laughs> so, today's episode, I I decided to title it "My And to be quite honest, when I read this passage, that's what came to mind. My and it's always beautiful when things come full circle. It's always enlightening. When a message gets reaffirmed over and over again. When I think about the various themes and topics that I've covered in my previous episodes, I realize that, were, that were, they were all in fact, in fact a portion of a continuing message. And truthfully speaking, I had no intention of doing it that way. It was never in my plan. When I make my plan, I plan one episode at a time. And when I got today's word, it felt like the light bulb came on. I guess that's what you call divine timing and planning. And I realized that this is a continuing theme and it makes me even more excited to find out, well, what is our next scripture reading going to be? And how does it tie into the greater scheme of things? So very, very excited. In my previous episode, I spoke about a chosen generation, drawing reference from the King David's life story, right? And in the episode, I touched on divine purpose that is interlinked or interwoven into a bloodline, into a generation, into your family. Today I want to speak on the importance of guarding that which has been entrusted to you. So we've figured out that this is our role in the greater scheme of things. We have a purpose that we're supposed to carry out. How do we go about guarding this divine purpose that we have been given? I'm reminded actually of the saying, to whom much is given, much is required, because that's exactly how things go down when you are in the chosen generation, when you are the chosen one. You carry within you the divine purpose of carrying out his plan, and this is high stakes. You don't have the time, the liberty to be caught slipping. You have to always stay strapped. So while you are on the path of bringing light, fulfillment, and enlightenment, there's also a force working in parallel to your works, which is not of light. In life, there's always duality. There's good, there's bad, there's light, there's dark, there's fire, there's water. There's always some form of duality that exists. There's always a bad looming over every good work out there. And it's imperative to always preempt a warfare to protect that which is sacred and the divine purpose that has been entrusted to you. You know what purpose the Lord hasn't trusted, or maybe you're you're even still wondering what exactly that purpose is. Don't worry, at the right time, all things will be revealed and consolidated. But what is true and what I can assure you of is that the 100 percent is a divine purpose for your existence, and you should not take that lightly. For now, trust his planning and his supreme thinking. Now, Nehemiah was entrusted with rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem, and in the process of trying to rebuild the wall, some 6,000 BC haters were out there talking smack. Gobanjama haters <laughs> in the Velibi corner before Christ was even born. What I love the most about Nehemiah's strategy were the three things in particular. I broke it down and I found three themes or three tiers. To his to his battle plan and so the first one being the identification of weak points as seen in verse 13. My pastor would always say sometimes our greatest downfall is our smallest weakness and it takes it literally takes one one small weak point just one for things to fall apart and so part of fortifying your life your destiny your family Everything is is actively seeking out the weaknesses and devising a plan for it. Leave absolutely no room for the enemy or darkness or any other opposing force to infiltrate in your life. Do not take lightly the smaller details of your plan, the small weaknesses. They all contribute to a greater picture. And it is important for you to fortify yourself in every way possible. In verse 14, this is the second uh, strategy that i saw in verse 14 he told the assembly to fight for everyone this work is not for yourself only i have emphasized this in my past episodes you are the joining piece to a puzzle that is much much bigger than you we're talking about generations we're talking about a a, a bloodline that has a certain destiny and purpose to fulfill so when you fight remember you're not just fighting for yourself there's no room for you to be slacking when you know the magnitude of your divine purpose and how so many people are dependent on its fulfillment for their breakthrough so while you're in battle and while you are sealing up those those small cracks those small weak points remember that this is not just for yourself this is for the recording and the third strategy I read in verse 17, and this is my favorite one. People worked while still keeping God. There's no time to stop and fight in this game, Mituna. Here you work and you stay strapped. You keep that thing on you. Do not be so entrenched in fulfilling the purpose that you forget that you're also up against dark forces and principalities in the spiritual realm. Tandaza ulwe, but still get up and go do the work. In episode one I spoke about prayer, which is which is one of the most important weapons you need to have in your shepherd's bag, which I spoke about in episode two or three, I think. See how all of this is in essence a continuing message built on the scriptures that we have gone through previously. Be on your guard, but continue to fight. There's no time to stop and fight, there's no time to stop and work, but you have to do things in duality. You have to fight And continue working. And as I was reading this passage in Nehemiah, I was reminded of Paul's message to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6 verse 20, where he says, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and in so doing wandered from the faith." We have such an important role, such an important mission to carry out that we need to be constantly fortifying ourselves in every manner possible. And so may you be committed to your divine purpose and draw on Nehemiah's defense tactics to protect that which has been entrusted to your care. Never, ever, ever underestimate who you are and what role you serve on this earth. Would like to end off today's episode and bless the coming week from a scripture in the bible that we all know of since childhood and with the coming week and so it reads as follows ephesians 6 verses 10 to 18 the armor of god finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power prayers, and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. All the best for the week ahead.